and good morning. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Uh, Casey, how's your day? Um, Well rested because yesterday I took a three-hour nap. Nice. It was nap Wednesday for you. It was nap Wednesday. I woke up from my nap at 7 or like 8 p.m. See, that, I didn't I didn't nap Wednesday participate, and yeah. I feel left out because that storm hit at such a great time in the afternoon. Yeah, it did. But it was too late for me. But So you feel well rested, though? You're good? Yeah, I woke up at 8, and then I went back to bed at 10, and now I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> How was your day, Remy? It was good. Uh, it was also nap day for me. Uh solid reset on the day with a big long nap. I usually don't take long like two hour, three hour naps, but that happened yesterday for me as well. Good, you feel better? Uh, yeah, I feel Good. better. I prepped outside last night for the show and as the storm was rolling in. Moody. And Very it Midwest. Was, it was, yeah, it was crazy because like I'm outside and you, you, I do the whole like yeah, hear the thunder, count one banana, two banana to bananas. To see how, see how, uh, see how far away it is. And it was literally within a second mm-hmm. in my backyard. And I was like, okay, probably should go inside now. <laughs> of course, the tornado sirens were going off in Columbia last they were night. For you too, yeah. I had to go outside and see. So that's what I did. I did the same thing. <laughs> Typical Midwestern uh, response there. I actually was getting dinner at the same time. Uh, I was about to go grab something, and then it downpoured, and I went, oh, it's past us. And then I drove through the deluge, and the same thing, lightning, bang, right next to my car. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't have done. This. There's a lot of lightning. Uh, how was your day yesterday, Mason? That uh, was good. Like, same thing, man. I was just watching that storm. And the wife's out of town. It's pretty pretty boring around my house, but I'm excited. She was supposed to come back into town yesterday, but because of all these storms, she did not. Uh, and then she ended up getting a tornado warning where she was as well. Yeah, so, my uh, parents were in the basement last night. Yeah? That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, Alicia and Keaton didn't, didn't have a basement. We got a townhome, so they were hiding in the most interior small bathroom. Oh, yeah. Because that is, I guess, where you go when mm-hmm. you don't have a uh, This is wild. I had no idea so much was happening over in Illinois. Well, you were oh, taking yeah. a little nappy? Oh, I was, yeah, I was taking a nap. <laughs> there were people outside walking their dogs after the storm. Like, it was no big deal. No, well. It was no big deal for me. I'm kind of sitting in the basement all the time, regardless uh, whether there's a tornado or not. But I also then wanted to go get a hamburger, and Mother Nature was against me. Hi, good morning. What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Arne. I'm from DeSoto. And she's the first caller of the show. Arne! What's happening this morning? On your way to work? On my way to work. You said you're in DeSoto? DeSoto, I'm driving into Sunset Hills. I work at a retirement community, Friendship Village. Okay, a Friendship Village. And how's things going for you guys? Going really good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I know that it's been a crazy couple of months, so I hope that things are starting to calm down for everybody. Yes, things are starting to calm down really good. We get tested every couple of weeks, and we have no positive cases, so we're good. That's fantastic. That's huge. Yeah, huge. And uh, we'll get you a four-pack here for being the first caller of the show of tickets to the Merrimack Caverns. Thank you for listening and waking up with us, okay? All right. Thank you. You guys have a great day. A lot of craziness going on in the world right now, but I love that we can still see some artists who are saying, I'm going to get this done, and I'm actually going to help people in the meantime. And one of them was right here in St. Louis, New Country 92.3. Mason and Remy, this time, I'm talking about Brad Paisley, the live from the drive-in shows that he did this this past weekend. Some pretty awesome footage to see, if you've seen those videos at all. Yeah, they did a good job on those. Uh, Brad Paisley's recent uh, concerts have brought in big bucks for his grocery store. A lot of people don't know this, but he opened a place called The Store, which is basically where homeless and people that are uh, in need of food can come in and just get free food. They can shop. Uh, it's like a grocery store. Um, and so they raised a whole bunch of money for that. $26,000 was raised. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that was just one night. So he did the show in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He also did a show in Nashville. 
uh, and that Nashville show brought in twenty six thousand dollars in that one show. So I think he did it, a live stream of it. Like he was, he was, he showed it to the world so everyone could help donate. Yeah, it's pretty awesome that. <laughs> All, all, I think all the all the country artists, all artists in general that would normally be touring right now are hurting like for money. And you think, oh, they got millions of dollars and all this stuff, but they're still they still rely on that income over the summers to make money and to even think to raise money for another cause while you're trying to profit for yourself, if that makes sense, is is uh, just one of those things, especially in the country music world, I think is what makes it so cool. I think uh you go, oh, Brad's got money. He's fine. But you don't know Brad owns a business, and Brad's business staffs several people along the line of guitar techs yeah. to light guys to stage hands, and all those people are out of work right now. Yeah. And probably shopping at that store in order to feed their families. It's a food chain, kind of. Yeah. If you think about it like that, like Brad is the, is supplying money to hundreds of people, uh, like the crews and all that stuff. So. Right. Uh, cool that cool that they're thinking above and beyond just what these concerts mean because they're not making uh, I would imagine they're not making a whole lot of money off no. of this considering there's only a thousand cars yeah. at these at these uh, drive-ins twenty five percent capacity you're probably making twenty five percent of what you normally exactly. would and exactly. then you're you're only doing one tenth of the shows you normally would so there's a lot to be made up for and it's awesome to see not only our community come together but our artists as well to support that if you want to see more or if you missed the amazing drone footage of a thousand cars Cars in the parking lot. I don't know if you guys saw that, but I was watching three, four different Brad Paisley videos, and it was very cool to see, you know, him him coming off the bus and going up on the stage and all the horns. He said it's a different thing. We used to add different horns to the song. Mm-hmm. Now we're adding horn horns in cars <laughs> instead of the brass horns. horns. Yeah. New Country 92.3. Mason and Remy at the Unprofessional News Desk with the Big Three Stories. Story. You're trying to make your way into a Walmart store. If you are not wearing a mask as you make your way inside, you will be asked to leave. Walmart, Best Buy, Kroger, and more retailers will require customers to wear masks in its stores starting on Monday. People will also have to cover their faces in Sam's Clubs. Uh, most of the the 5,000 Walmart stores already have some sort of mask requirement in place because it's a local or state government thing. Uh, the new policy will be in effect. Will, uh, the new policy will affect the 35% of stores where masks are not required at this moment. I, last couple times I've gone to Walmart, I've seen an officer posted up outside, like a literal police. I'm in my cruiser. I'm here just in case. Yeah. And if that's what's happening, I understand why. Yeah, I know. Schnooks has been doing this for a while now. Yeah. Um, but I, I know, know there's a lot of con- a lot of contention around that. A lot of people have a lot of opinions on that. So I understand why a police officer is there to make sure law and order is yeah. upheld. There's a new video every day on the internet. Right, yeah, At yeah. At least one. Turn it on. Youth sports are being blamed for leading to a rise in COVID-19 cases in young people in the St. Louis area. St. Louis County officials say since late June, there have been six to eight new cases of coronavirus reported daily in children and teens ages 10 to 19. The rising cases in young people have coincided with the start of summer sports programs and contact tracers have noticed a link to participation in those activities. So after you are diagnosed with COVID-19, they go back through all your people and all the people that you've come in contact with for the last two weeks. And they're saying that there is a correlation between that and youth sports as those have started back up again. 
Let's hope that they find a way to make everybody work towards something that is good. Yeah, right. And <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> police are flying drones to check out for nude beachgoers in Minnesota. Oh. I said Michigan earlier, but it's Minnesota. The Golden Valley Police Department has started enforcing nudity laws at one of its many lakes after they received more than a dozen complaints this summer for people being naked and drinking on the beach. Whoa. Right, out of all the problems uh, in the world. And, and the, most, the most northern of states. Yeah, right. It's not warm up there very often. They're A-I-E. like, we got some people drinking, taking their clothes off. You know what? It's fine. Let's just make it allowed. Do you want to get naked on the boat? I'm going to put the boat in the water. Oh, I'm so naked right now. Need hey. a toque for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, surveillance of the beach is legal, apparently, since it's a public space. But Minneapolis Parks and Recreation Board is discussing getting rid of the proper attire ordinance altogether and letting the people roam naked on the Wait, beach. Wait, so you said that they're flying drones? To- yes. So they're basically filming naked people? Yes, yes. Is that There's, allowed? I guess on it is. Beach. It is allowed on a public call, beach. Call the police. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's them. They're doing it. Would you like to be the, the <laughs> pilot of that drone? <laughs> yeah, right. Just a small little effort to put the shopping cart back. New Country 92.3, Mason and Remy. I saw this yesterday. It was 10 feet away. Why can't you take it that 10 feet? <laughs> I feel like I learned a lot about that person in that moment. Yeah. Do you think that this is like a real test of a person? Oh, for sure. Yes. I. If there's anything that's going to trigger me in a parking lot, that's that. It's it's seeing a cart just hanging out in the middle of the parking lot, or like the front wheels propped up on the little islands. Yeah. And it and it's definitely in the way of pulling into a spot. Yeah. Right. And at a total lack of compassion for any other person in the world. <laughs> yeah. Besides yourself. I must now leave this here goodbye. Who does this? Now someone can't park in that spot or the other people don't want to park around that spot because they don't want the cards to get taken by the wind. And now the people that collect the cards got to go all the way to that spot to pull it back. You look like a jerk. There's so much. And I've seen this going around. I've I've seen people sharing this on Facebook for the last little while. And I do do believe this is almost the best test of a of a human's morality. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a bit much, but I feel like in the in the in the sense of humanity. Can you read this this, yes. this test? To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task and one which we all recognize as a correct and appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart simultaneously. It is not illegal, so people do it. No one will punish you for not returning a shopping cart. No right. one will fine you or kill you for not returning a shopping cart. You right. gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your heart. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do because it is correct. The shopping cart is what determines whether a person is a good or a bad member of society. I mean, I, I listen, I, I know that maybe I've been in those moments. And if there is an emergency, fine. Why are you grocery shopping right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. But also... I get things happen. You got to get home. You know what I mean? Okay. But come on. It was 10 feet. I saw it happen. Yeah. I was just telling the story in the studio too. I just bought a new car and this was like four or five years ago. And we're at a, at a, a broadcast and we're watching the parking lot as people come in. I see this cart come all from all the way across the parking lot. Mm. Wind had taken it and it hit the front bumper of my brand new car. And mm. I was like, oh, that that's a. Uh, that's awesome. That figures. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks to the person that decided that it wasn't uh, convenient for them to put it back. And you know what? Until you walk up to your car coming out of the grocery store with a cart and a dent right next to you, yeah, you're not going to do it. Maybe. Yeah. Like maybe that's what it does. It need to happen 
to you in order for this to happen in the future? Yeah, but I, I, the, the cart is definitely that test because it's not, just, it's not just the cart that you're doing this on. It's so many other things in your life, I'm sure. Is there anything <laughs> else? Is there, is there like some other like small, because this feels like you said, there's no attachments. There's no rule that's mm-hmm. like you must or you will be punished. There are no consequences to face other than your own conscience. I feel like it. And, yeah. and in my mind, I'm going, I've I've made a job difficult for someone by not doing this very small thing. Uh, bye. Like that doesn't seem right, the right thing to do. I don't know of any other test that is like so minuscule in, in comparison, yeah. but means so much on such a broader <laughs> level. And if you know of one, let me know. But I don't know. You put the, could you put the cart back? Good morning. Hello, it's Mason and Remy on New Country 92.3. Quick random question for you. When you are getting groceries... Do you return the shopping cart or do you just kind of like leave it in the spot next to you or maybe put a couple of the wheels up on the little grassy island next to where you parked? I take it back to where it goes. Nice. Yes, that's that's the correct answer here. And you've won nothing for that. I'm very sorry, <laughs> except except <laughs> knowing okay. that you're a good person, right? I I take it back to the store, too, whenever it's like Dollar General or, or someplace like that. Yeah, some places, sometimes they don't have those those cart corrals in the parking lot, and then you got to take it all the way back to the store. I feel like that's when people are most likely not to do that. And let's talk about the 100-degree weather this weekend and the people that have to go out and literally grab hundreds of carts. They have to go all over the parking lot, and wouldn't it be so I nice? I feel sorry for those Right, people. if you yeah. just put it where it went and made it just a little bit easier. Wouldn't it be so great if you just took a second to not only think about yourself in this world every day whether you're using a turn signal or putting a cart back uh and i'm glad again to have you on our team as part of uh what do we what do we call it the good guys are we the good guys and girls yeah all right i like it okay cool thank you for being a part of the good guys and girls have a good one okay all right you guys have a great day and you know what i would challenge anybody to tell me that you don't do it and give me your full name what you do. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I don't know. Are you going to uh, cancel them for not putting like, their cart back? Cancel them. <laughs> like, for something that feels like it's really simple, right? And not like something extremely controversial. It's just a small thing that you can do to help out someone else. It's like uh, the little things that mean a lot. Talking about the two kinds of people in this world. It's Mason and Remy, New Country, 92.3. The kind of people who will return the cart to the cart corral and... All the bad people <laughs> who won't just return. Wrap them into one <laughs> just, I mean, pile. if I could just uh, summarize, <laughs> that would be what I do. But it feels like such a, so much of the right thing to do. There's nothing riding on it. It's a very clear. And look, have I been guilty of the other side? Probably. Once in my youth, I was also not cool. <laughs> and, I mean, that's kind of a or not you were, cool you thing were to do. In a hurry, I was. Yeah, I was probably in a self having a selfish moment, and I can admit that. Can anyone else? I don't know. We'll see. I can't. I've, I've always complied. I've and never. There's no, compl- there's no compliance. There's no law. Like, there's no rule that yeah. says you have to. So you're not even compliant. You're being courteous. Courteous, yes. You're I've always been courteous nice. with carts. That was like my job growing up. Whenever we would go, like, grocery shopping, it was my job at the end of it to go put the cart wherever the cart thing yeah. was at, even if it was all the way at the end. With the family, like, you mean? Okay. When you guys would go grocery shopping. It's good with conditioning. Yeah. It's good so conditioning for down there. And I think growing up like that, I always assumed that that was the rule. Like, you would get in trouble. Because I would have gotten in trouble if I just didn't take it down no, my there. My mind gets me in trouble. Like, why couldn't you do that? I don't know. Good morning. So, calling about the shopping cart thing. Yeah, go ahead. I'm kind of like the third type. What I will do normally is, like, if I head into a grocery store and I park, 
on my way to the store, I'll just grab a shopping cart that's in a parking spot and someone else will park in that spot and I use that cart. And on the way out, I generally, if someone's happened to be walking towards the store, I'll pass the cart over to them. And basically, like, you need a car? Here. I let them take it to the store for me. All so right. it's kind of like, you know, teamwork so. there. I think Remy's kind of on that team sometimes too, right? Yeah, I, I even will, because I am a former cart guy, it was one of my first jobs bagging groceries and doing carts, I will actually stack the carts in the cart corral for the cart person. And like Schnooks has two different sizes of carts, so I'll separate them yeah, sometimes if I'll I've do got that time. Too. Yeah, I'll do that too. I was never a cart guy, but like at the local grocery store, if you brought a cart back oh. in, they might give you a donut. And when I was a little kid, I would do that all the time. <laughs> Maybe it's just still sticking around. But thank you, and you're part of the good guys crew i'm into that right because i said if you clear a parking spot for someone like you know i park somewhere on the way to the store i'm like it's like a handicap parking spot i'll see a cart in the middle of a handicap spot i'll just take that cart and that way the handicap person you park yep. you know that's so awesome clear up the parking lot a little we appreciate, you have one cart at a time. appreciate uh you as a person and what you do for this world thank you <laughs> all right have fun yeah, yeah you too Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on New Country 92.3. You can't just tell me that Morgan Wallen had a baby out of nowhere and not expect me to not put my Investor Casey cloak on. Okay, fine. Wallen Watch 2020. Investigator Casey. You know what I mean. You did great. <laughs> so tell us about Morgan Wallen's baby mama. So, what was it? Uh, Monday? Monday. Monday, mm. we came in and Remy's like, did you see? And I'm like, what? And Morgan Wallen had a baby and no one knew that uh, he was about to until it happened. And so I dug in deep. His baby mama's name is Katie Smith and they were once engaged. Oh, wow. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. She actually went on tour with him for a little while. And um, I wonder if she was here. Guys, yeah, I was going to say nine months ago was two months after they would have what like November, October, November? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Jingle Fest in De- in December, uh-huh. but like if you're gonna have a baby in July, like myself, I'm a July baby. July, uh-huh. I cancer the crab. Okay, so it goes back though. Obviously, this is the seven month. You go two months into the previous year, you're in the October, November era. Right. So when Morgan Wallen was here for Jingle Fest, they may have been together. Yeah. Still, they may have been together. I made a still. hand gesture and Remy laughed at it, but it was just a. It was two. It was it was fingers intertwining like we are together. I want to clarify that. Right. <laughs> Oh, that's it though. Okay. Yeah, that's what, it's what that was. To check. Joined in union. Since then, they've broken up, but are going to co-parent as friends. I linked her because I'm just exposing her now, I guess. I linked her a you photo had of it her. All, right? Like you had the chance. She's such a huge not only a fan of Morgan Wall, I'm sorry, Casey, but Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, have yeah, said yeah. that he is your type. Oh, on yeah. The, on the show numerous times. For those who don't know why the obsession is happening. <laughs> so he exactly. dove, in, dove in, found baby mama. Did you see that new picture as well that he posted? Right. He posted, uh, here's the thing. I don't think babies are cute. I'm one of those people. Okay. But this baby is so cute. Of course it is. <laughs> and I put that picture and the photo of the mom at New Country 923.fm. She it looks like she was uh, there in, is that the delivery room or the hospital room? Yeah. 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 Holding the little baby. Mm-hmm. Is it me or did she have hair and makeup done before oh, that? Oh, for sure. She knew, Absolutely she knew things her, like yeah. this were going to be there happening. There is a glow happening there. And after you don't you, see that in a lot of I just had a baby photos. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, after you've done something like that, I mean, you can you can have whatever you want. Yeah. You need <laughs> hair and makeup? True. You got Call it. Them what in. else do you need? They're on the bus. <laughs> Bring them in. If you want to see the photos, we've posted them both. New Country 92.3. Mason and Remy at the Unprofessional News Desk with the big three stories. Stories. 
crazy storms last night rolling through the area. More than 30,000 people were without power last night. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but there was a lot of damage in the area. Did you lose power at all? We didn't. It flickered a couple flickered times. Flickered a little bit for me, too. Yeah. yeah, we did not lose it, though. Severe storms rolled through the area yesterday afternoon, brought down multiple trees, damaged roofs, power lines. They were talking about some of this. Some some lines of this storm had 70 miles mile per hour wind gusts. Yeah. We're talking, like, tornadic kind of winds, but mm-hmm. no tornadoes. I was uh, watching. There was a tornado warning just north of where I am in the Glen Carbon area. It was, like, on the north end of, was it Madison County or whatever? And the alarm is going off. I heard it, of course. Uh, Like I know Remy says, uh, every Midwesterner goes immediately outside. Yeah. What's going on? (laughs) Uh But also they broadcast out of that siren what is going on. Oh, they do. Like a little guy will come out and go, tornado, tornado. I've never heard that. You've never heard it? No. You just hear the siren and run? Yeah. You don't know why you're running? It's some apocalypse Because afterwards, stuff. afterwards, they're like, this is the monthly test, guys. Chill out. <laughs> Chill oh, out. Well, you know when the test is happening because it's like sure. every second Tuesday of the month. Sure, yes. And uh, But had it been something, you don't know. But it was a tornado warning in the northern part. But mm-hmm. just crazy, like you said, heavy rain. I heard them talking about 80 miles an hour in some places, too, on the news. I was watching it as it went down. Uh, but I'm glad to hear uh, at least we made it through. And I know some people still without power, you were saying. Yeah, we have volunteer firefighters in Colombia. So the sirens go off for that. And we're like, wait, we got to we gotta right. figure out if this is a tornado siren or the siren for the firefighters. <laughs> is this for us? No, Lots of lightning me. last night. So I would Absolutely. imagine they were pretty busy. That's crazy. I was and- snoozing. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> the whole thing. Map Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. The leader of the St. Louis Pandemic Task Force said the region is moving in the wrong direction. Yesterday, the Missouri, uh, Missouri reported another 888 confirmed cases. Leader say if we continue to see the rate of increases in cases, there's the potential of pulling back on societal restrictions such as limiting capacities and rolling back how many people can get together. Guys, we need to keep it together because next week is opening day again. Do you understand if they cancel this? Yeah, we gotta be there, guys. So <laughs> let's let's pull together, wear our masks, be safe in public, you know, all of those things. We'll actually be hanging at Fox Sports Midwest next Friday, one week from Friday, right? The 24th? Mm-hmm. That's going to be opening day, and I know you can't go to the game, but you can go to the spot right across the street from the game. That's where we'll be. That's where we'll be. Lots of businesses are trying to figure out ways to get around and adapt and survive in a pandemic world, but this might be the craziest pivot that I've seen. A jewelry store owner in Michigan took the entire inventory of his store and he buried it as treasure and is launching a treasure quest to find... (laughs) Each of the stashes of buried gold, diamonds, silver, and more. The tickets are $49 per quest. A ticket? A ticket. What? You get the clues, and then you get to go on the adventure. (laughs) Each treasure chest is worth $4,000, and the first one starts on August 1st. He said that he's hidden them all the way through Michigan, all these landmarks that he was at as a child, all the way up to the UP. Well, that's not good. Everything in Michigan is shut down. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> well, you went to these places. Well, I don't know. I think this is so fun. But that's what I mean. Like, if the park is shut down, you're going to show up like, I'm here to dig up treasure. Like, just like they do here at Forest Park. We've talked about this. Uh-huh. You're going to be like, you're not here to dig up treasure. Right? Yeah. Apparently, he's put GPS trackers on every single one of them. So if they move, he knows. Okay. And then, uh, and then what are you spending in advertising? Like, you know what I mean? Is it worth $4,000 of commercials? Or can you sell tickets to get people to talk about your treasure quest? I don't know. 
He got he got us to talk about it. Well, yeah. I, there's that, and he <laughs> makes money for anybody that wants to go on the treasure quest. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It might be worth more than whatever pendant you found he to said him. He said there's over a million dollars of stuff in total that's out there in Michigan. So wow. you can check out the big three stories. Maybe you want to tra- travel to Michigan over the next couple days and see <laughs> if you can Take find... Mason with you. He grew up out there. I yeah, know. You'll yeah. see some family. He knows all the landmarks. New Country 92.3. The Bi-State Battle. Battle. It is Missouri versus Illinois in the Bi-State Battle. On the phone, our contestants, uh, Preston in Swansea, Illinois. Say hi to Tim in Baldwin, Missouri. Hey, how's it going, Tim? Good, how are you? Not too bad. All right, let's get into the Bi-State Battle. First to get two of these hopefully really easy questions correct is going to win their choice of passes to Merrimack Caverns or passes to Holiday World. You're going to use your state as your buzzer if you think you know the answer. So Preston, yell Illinois if you want to buzz in. Tim, yell Missouri, okay? Okay, I'm good. Here we go. Question number one in the Bi-State Battle. Jeff Goldblum has said filming is going to resume on his next movie with a 109-page booklet of guidelines for on-set safety. Wow. He said they have a bubble, the cast and crew like the NBA does, and they're testing regularly. He's filming with Chris Pratt and lots of dinosaurs for this movie, although I don't know how they're going to test all those dinosaurs. Missouri. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Uh, Jurassic World. It is Jurassic World. Missouri is up one point in the bi-state battle. On to question number two. It's always been about marketing from action figures to sequel after sequel. It's probably what the creator wanted. And now you and the kids can eat breakfast cereal or buy your, I don't know, favorite fan of the movie from a far, far away galaxy this Christmas gift of a Chia Pet, Baby Yoda. I heard Missouri on that one. Uh, Star Wars. It is Star Wars. And Tim is a winner. There is a Baby Yoda cereal that is being released uh, along with a Chia Pet and Baby Yoda Monopoly is actually happening. Uh, Just in time for Christmas. Congratulations. Tim, uh, you want to go to Merrimack Caverns or you want to get Holiday World tickets? Uh, Holiday World. Sounds good. We'll get you some Merrimack Caverns passes pressing for playing. Thank you both for being on the Bi-State Battle today. So is this a project or just something that was done for fun, Remy? It was done for Father's Day, but it was done a little bit late. Ah, okay, okay. So uh, I was handed this yesterday as I walked in the door. It's Mason and Remy, New Country 92.3. It was a questionnaire that was given to Remy's five-year-old daughter and three-year-old son Mm -hmm. uh, about their dad. So imagine your... Five-year-olds have to answer a bunch of questions about you. Yeah, it's very funny. It's uh, and and Lauren has made this a tradition since they could basically speak and oh, really? give answers. I didn't so know that. That's yeah, cool. so this is uh this is <laughs> the answers get more and more creative. I'll say that as they get older. <laughs> so I know that you posted a few of the photos, but Casey has the questions, and I would I think I would love to guess what you what I think your kids will say, mm-hmm. and then maybe you can tell us what your kids actually said. Yeah, yeah. does that sound good? Yeah. How much does dad weigh? <laughs> Gosh, when what does a five-year-old think dad weighs? Probably 100 pounds. <laughs> 1,030 pounds. Whoa! Yeah. Well, yeah. you do work out pretty hard. So I understand. It's all muscle. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's dad's favorite food? Dad's favorite food? Uh... I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Protein bars, cliff bars, <laughs> pamplemousse. That's, I don't know if they know what that is. Leo does, yeah. They said broccoli. Is yeah. that true? That's not true. That's Do you even true. eat broccoli? Uh, we, we, I, don't, I can't tell you the last time we had broccoli in the house even. So okay. I don't know if it was just like fresh on the mind. I was going to say it's a word that she learned yeah. today and was like, I'm going to use this word. Yeah. Good for her.
they, when they did ask um, what's his favorite drink, his favorite they didn't say pamplemousse. His favorite. Okay, they did not say pamplemousse. No. His favorite drink. Oh, this would definitely be my second favorite drink for sure. If I know anything about Remy, is it rum? <laughs> Do your kids know what rum <laughs> they is? They don't know. What they rum. don't know what rum you gotta, is. You got to put yourself in a five-year-old's shoes here. Okay. So rum? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. What did they say? They said coffee. Oh, do you eat? I haven't seen you with coffee in a while. Oh, yeah. It's because I drink it before you get in here. Is that what's in there? Is that what's in there? It's just, it's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's just a little cup. I Mm -hmm. I don't know what's in there. Coffee every day. Okay. Even on the weekends, I try to drink coffee in the morning because it's super healthy. They did do really well on a lot of these answers that I know are true. Like, what's his favorite thing to do? Go to the aquarium. Uh, What's his favorite animal? Fish. I mean, is fish your favorite animal? Sure, yeah. You talk about fish. So, so, fish, fish over Riley. No, yeah. Oh, come yeah, on. Wow. <laughs> Over your dog. Yeah. What's dad's favorite movie? Remy's favorite movie. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, uh, I want to say, well, now that Hamilton's on Disney Plus, but this is probably pre-Disney Plus, and he would probably get mad that I classified it as a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, because uh, I know he falls asleep usually during superhero movies. I don't movies. ever fall asleep during this one, though. During superhero movies? What? what is it? I don't know. They say he likes to watch it a lot, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Which okay. makes total sense. Okay. Yeah, and I think your kids are putting a red flag up for a lot of things. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Ah, the truth of the mouth of babe. Lauren said that this is totally what they said, and she did not influence them whatsoever because she gives me crap for wanting, wanting to watch Wonder say Woman. Maybe on just this one, then. I think it's a great movie, guys. It's, yeah, of course you do. It's the plot, right? And the writing thing. Everything. Yeah. The yeah, Wonder yeah, yeah. Woman. My favorite. What's her name? Gal Gadot? Yeah. Gadot? Gadot? Gadot. Gadot. Gal Gadot, right? Gadot. I don't know, but I knew he'd know her name. Well, I don't know. This one's kind of funny. One thing my dad laughs at is when I... Is when I... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, The kids? From the kids' perspective. Yeah, like dad laughs when I... Dad laughs when I... I don't know. I don't know. Tell a joke? Do they tell jokes? Do kids tell jokes to you? They say my dad laughs when I tickle him, but one thing my dad always says is, don't tickle me. (laughs) (laughs) You really have to say that? That's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, super cute answers. It's part of the bedtime routine, unfortunately, every night, which is uh, the the tickle daddy. And so it's, it's, uh, that sounds so weird coming Mm -hmm. out of my mouth right now. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I always say, how about we skip that tonight and we go right to bed? Okay, thanks. I also know that for uh, whatever upcoming holiday, I'm getting you a shirt that says tickle daddy on it. It's all in the inflection because Tickle Daddy is uh-huh. one thing. It's like an action. But Tickle Daddy. Yo, what up? It's DJ Tickle Daddy. See, it didn't have to be a DJ. <laughs> didn't have oh to be gosh. a DJ. You could have been the Tickle Daddy, wiki, but now, wiki, now you're daddy. playing songs and it's it's creepy and weird. Uh, what's <laughs> coming up in news? <laughs> That's next. Uh, the pandemic has made people reevaluate <laughs> this one thing that they made, a, a decision that they made a long time ago. We'll tell you more with the big three. That'll be right after Keith Urban. And if you want to see these adorable photos of the kids' answers for Remy's a Father's Day survey in New Country 92.3 FM. It's on Facebook. Okay, opening day in St. Louis should be a holiday. We all should not have to come to work on that day, and we all should have been there back in April when it was supposed to happen. Yeah. But then everything got thrown off. We were just, like, I think weeks away from baseball beginning when it was all thrown this... metaphorical curveball. But uh, now we're looking at the baseball, the return of baseball coming up a week from Friday, and we are not allowed to go to the game. 
No one is. Nobody is. Um, yeah, unless nope. you're in that bubble. <laughs> unless you're a proud player or you're Dan McLaughlin. Yeah. Apparently that's it. You can either call the game or play the game, and that's the only reason you're going to Bush Stadium. However, right across the street at Ballpark Village, definitely open for drinks and food. It's the next best thing. Yeah. Literally going to be as close to the game as humanly possible. To be honest, might, <laughs> Safely. Be, might be the only place selling tickets for a baseball game because they have that terrace across the street that overlooks the outfield and you can actually watch baseball. Yeah. But you know... I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> yeah. Someone does. It's going to be like watching a Little League game where there's just like a smattering of parents. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. going to be so weird to like not hear the crowd and yeah. just yeah. hear bat and you can hear players communicating and yelling at each other. And- well, we are going to be like the crowd. So those giant screens at, or at Ballpark Village, the one inside Fox and the one outside on the new outdoor area mm-hmm. will be broadcasting the game right next to us. So right. as yeah. soon as something happens, you we can- are the crowd that's right. like, Whoa! You're right. You could hear it possibly it's that close to the stadium it's literally right next door and we'll be at ballpark village there fox sports midwest inside before the game pre-gaming it out i think five to seven next friday we'll be live there yep inside of course there'll be stuff going on outside it's beautiful down there now that it's all renovated and redone if you have not checked it out yet You've got to. You can make a whole night of it. Uh, get a room and stay at Live by Lowe's, the hotel that's right there. If you want, and go to PBR afterwards. But we'll be there with a lot of, of what some call the best fans in baseball who are not going to miss opening day. That's very, right. very true. And we have a chance for you to win a hotel room on the website, too. If you go to newcountry923.fm, you want to make a weekend out of it. So you could win your way into that brand new hotel, Live by Lowe's. It's so nice. It's a cool campus. It's, no, it's, 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 it's an awesome little uh, ballpark village. The, the thing that we joked about never happening years, years ago. Right, 10 years <laughs> we've been talking about ballpark village, and now it's like it's all done. It's all beautiful looking, yeah, and so no cool. one can go. Like, you can't go to the game like you normally would. So many people have not seen what has been done down there, but I'm excited to say that if things go well over the next week or so, crossing fingers about everybody mm-hmm. doing what we can do to make sure things don't get taken away, like the ability to go to a bar or a restaurant. Please. That's kind of yeah. why I don't want to talk about this too loud. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> but we're excited. We're going. Cards opening day is uh, right across the street, Fox Sports Midwest from Bush Stadium. We will be there. And like he said, if you want to go to newcountry923.fm, find out how to win that room and all that stuff, you can maybe join us for the party. You might even be able to look out the hotel room and see the game. I know. It's Watch be- it from your bed. It's beautiful. How cool would that be? In a world of bad news, here's what's awesome with Mason and Remy on New Country 92.3. This is a message for Bridger. Hey, Bridger. Captain America here. How you doing, buddy? Now, I'm sure you've heard a lot of this over the last couple days, but let me be the next one to tell you, pal, you're a hero. That's Chris Evans, uh, Captain America, and he is congratulating a six-year-old boy named Bridger for saving his little sister's life from a dog attack. So he's six, his sister is four, and it cost him his own safety in that his sister is fine. But you should see the amount of stitches in Bridger's face. Like almost 90, I think it was. Yeah, 90 stitches, according to the family. Uh, He was asked by his father why he jumped between his sister and the dog. And the family quoted him as saying, if someone had to die, I thought it should be me. 
six, year, six years old. Six said years that, yeah. old. He survived. Everybody's okay, and Bridger will recover. And uh, he might have some scars, but he might have some scars. A huge Captain America fan. Cool for Chris Evans to step up and be like, "Hey, man, Captain America here. Yeah, you're the real hero." Like that's what <laughs> I, I love. I'm sure actors and actresses are like, "Listen, I'm not just Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I'm not just Captain America." But when a kid does something like this, and you see the video, not only of Chris Evans. Congratulating the kid for being a hero, telling him he's a hero. But you see the kid wearing a Captain America outfit, like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's yeah. a Halloween costume. It's not Halloween, but you know how kids do. Oh yeah. Can you imagine dressing up as the hero you've seen on TV, and then the hero's like, "Hey, buddy, it's me. Nice job. It me. What up? Dude, six. <laughs> it's probably life changing. And yeah. and I mean, I uh, I hope that leads to something awesome for the kid. Like that that inspire me. To keep being the person I'm being. For sure. You know what I mean? You got to check out the yeah. story because uh, Bridger's a little hero. He is. And we've got it posted on the website. Go to newcountry92.3.fm. You can find not only a photo of young man doing the, uh, the recovery thing, but also his reaction getting the message from Captain America. Yep. It's pretty cool. And the little girl he saved is there, too. Her reaction is almost more animated than his. NewCountry923.fm. That's what's awesome. Oh. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on New Country 92.3. The Bachelor. Have you guys ever watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Yes. Yes. Never in my life will I set eyes on that show. Okay, that's fine. There are definitely people like that, and then there are definitely people like me who have mm-hmm. seen every season, and it's fine. Yeah. And they are kind of known for being involved with the country community, either having country sure. stars perform on the show Dan or. Shea. Dan and Shay. Or producing Chase Rice. Or producing Chase Rice. <laughs> right? He yeah. came out of that. Yeah. Or, yeah, a lot of um, people, like rising country stars, mm-hmm. get into the Bachelor, Bachelorette shows, and that's how they gain enough, you know, followers and traction to start their career. Anyway, this guy probably doesn't need any more traction. Granger Smith's brother, Tyler, who's also his manager, is going to be on this next season of The Bachelorette. Oh, so we've, we might have met him. I was going to say, we have definitely met him and talked with him yeah. because he's the guy handling all the things for Granger while he's getting prepared. He also has a huge hand in the whole yee-yee thing. Yep, he, are, he and Granger are co-owners right. in that yee-yee uh, apparel. Yeah, yeah. And it's, an, it's an energy drink. It's uh, an apparel brand. That energy drink is so good. Earl too. Dibbles Jr. is like a whole thing in and of itself, a character that Granger created, but a, again, his brother's his manager. Right, and a, The Bachelorette has gotten a lot of, The Bachelor, that whole franchise, has gotten a lot of bad press over the last few years for choosing contestants that are too, I don't want to say too young, but maybe looked at as too young to Mm. be looking for a fiance. Like the average age over the last few seasons have been 22, 23. Mm -hmm. And so this year, our bachelorette is 38 years old. So they're looking for older contestants. Tyler Tyler Smith is 36. So he's like the perfect age appropriate guy. You're the bachelorette, Casey. Show one, does Tyler Smith get a rose? Tyler, maybe show one. Probably not show two. Wow, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't make the cut past no. show two. But their other brother, he now, could go he, far. If he had a mullet, maybe. Maybe. Maybe? Okay. Because <laughs> he looks like a, a like a clean cut dude. He's mm-hmm. just, he, 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 he's got a... <laughs> He's got a good body. I mean, look, at like that doesn't... Just, yeah, he looks great. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction real quick. Granger Smith will perform on next season of The Bachelor. There you go. I'll bet okay. it's all part of the deal. 
I bet it probably is. You're right. You're totally right. I, I, because I remember it was like, uh, I think we saw so many, like you said, Brett Young and Chase yeah, Rice. Yeah, Towns, everybody's been on it. They just pop up, they play a song, and then suddenly everybody who's watching the most not reality reality show, there's nothing real about that show. The no, people like you talk about, plastic people that are on it, uh, finding love in the, in the course of a television show, creating musical careers from it. It's mm -hmm. the most not reality show on television. He looks, like a, he looks like a good dude, but if his episode isn't covered in Yee Yee logos, they're doing something <laughs> totally. wrong. Yeah, I could see it going out to a farm or something for the date with, I guess, is that how it works? I don't know. Do they, what do they do? They yeah, go like on a, a date with They go dates? on all kinds yeah. of dates. I could see him going on a, like a, country music or a farm that's what i'm saying wineries hey, why don't you come over to my brother's property and watch him perform live on the show yes, right. my bro. they just put out the entire list of the cast and all the guys that are going to be on it and my friends and i do this thing where we look at all their pictures and decide who we think's going to win yeah. the guy that i chose i did a little research yeah. as i do and he's from st louis really okay. yeah what do you have any more of his info like i his mean his name is chris i height weight Date of birth? Okay, that's boy. That's okay. boy. I mean, Remy just broke it down and said that Granger Smith's brother is a good-looking, hot man with a good body. Look at him. He looks like a <laughs> he looks like a good old boy. To me, he does, he, I, I bet he's him. a good old boy. To me, it feels like you could include Remy in the group of girls that you have that go through all these. I think Remy wants in. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'd it. do that. Easy. Okay, oh, let's do you're it. In the, you're in the club. I'll yeah. add you to the group chat. Okay, cool. you can see all this at NewCountry923.fm. Dustin Lynch on New Country 92.3. Mason and Remy on the way out for the day. But if you missed anything, you can. Always find the podcast, uh, follow the show, YouTube channel, get the Friday Party Jam tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow is Friday. Forgetting tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, man. Yeah. Not only that, but go back on the podcast and find out who's the Tickle Daddy <laughs> on the show. Find Will out. you please make sure this says Tickle Daddy which, on it? Which one of us is only Tickle Daddy? wear it. Yeah. Uh, I will, oh, put DJ Tickle Daddy. No will, DJ. Not a on. DJ. Come on, man. Tickle Daddy MC is funny. Tickle Daddy? <laughs> See, it MC just Tickle it gets Daddy. weird then. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but if you want to <laughs> go back and figure all that out, miss anything from the show, maybe you're on the bi-state battle, you can always go hear it. Uh, NewCountry923.fm. Find the Mason and Remy page. There's links there for that. For our YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, you can connect with us. Is Tickle in italics? Tickle Daddy. Tickle Daddy. <laughs> yes. is, that, is that how you read things in italics? Like tickles and tickle. italics and daddies and bold. <laughs> yes, he yeah. went tickle, tickle daddy, tickle dad. That's italic to you. Yeah, because I always Ample thought moose. I mean, it's a different, and italic. It's a different inflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I always thought that whispering was like oh. an, an 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 emphasis. Tickle daddy, italics. I think you put daddy in italics. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll, okay. we'll get with the graphic design team. Yeah, your Tickle Daddy shirt is on the way. Don't worry. <laughs> but if you miss anything, find our podcast. Catch up with the show after the show when you follow us on Twitter or Instagram as well. All the links on the Mason and Remy page of New Country 92.3.fm.